Welcome to the Uncommonly Made Podcast, where we bring people together to create connections and build relationships. Thank you for tuning in to the Uncommonly Made Podcast. My name is Carrie Savaya, and I am your host. I'm excited to be here in my basement this evening recording this podcast with my friend, Eric Taylor. Eric is Relish Food Truck. He's the chef behind the scenes, and I'm just excited to talk about food because if you know me at all, you know I love food, and I've recently learned so much more about my palate, so bringing a chef on the show, not only did I think it would be fun, you would get to learn more about Relish Food Truck's behind the scenes and hopefully gain a little bit of awareness on what it Kind of what goes into making delicious food. So, Eric, welcome. Hi, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me. This is a pleasure. I can't wait to dive into all this. I know. What people can't see is that my dog is in between us right now on the sofa, just totally chilling, and we're just kind of hanging out in my basement uh, recording. This isn't your typical Zoom conversation, so that's kind of nice, too. <laughs> um, so, Eric, you and I met when our kids were in kindergarten together and that's been I guess that's been four years ago now four to five years ago or so I think it's five now I mean it's our fifth year going on relish so yeah seems pretty close yeah absolutely and that was right when you moved to this region in North Carolina so I'm going to give you the mic and I would love for you to share about what brought you here uh, where you came from and we'll kind of go from there wow um so we, it was, uh, you know, five years ago, we came up here, uh, for a family reunion. Um, and, we, and our friend, uh, owned the, uh, zipline Canopy Ridge Farms at the time. And, um, we took the family zipline in and, um, you know, had a good time and I, I sat down and talked with him and, and he was talking about, he was thinking about buying a food truck and, and bringing it and just to, for an amenity for, for, uh, you know, the zip line. And at the time in, in Texas, uh, we're, we're, you know, where we're from, uh, you know, the food trucks were, were blowing up taquerias, food trucks everywhere. And I said, man, let me, let me, um, let me get back to Texas and, uh, let me, let me look around for you and see if I can find something for you. So I get back to Texas and, um, I don't know, it just, it kind of hit me and it was, it was, uh, like, wait a minute, why don't, why don't we buy the food truck and you rent us the spot? And, um, so I called him up the next day and, um, he says, hell yeah, let's, let's do that. And it wasn't three months later and I had cash and short packed. And they were on their way to North Carolina. I stayed back, sold the house, and um, and and there it is. It it's been um, it's been it's been good. Um, you know, I uh, I was like a a late bloomer uh, when it when it came to the culinary field. Um, you know, growing up in a small town in Texas. We didn't have, there weren't a lot, of, a lot of options for, you know, food. It was mainly uh, fast food joints. Um, so I, 
you know, at a young age, um, my mom was a very good cook. My dad was a great cook. I had two grandmothers that had their own restaurants. So I was, I was always in the kitchen. I was always playing around with things, but, um, you know, there wasn't a whole lot, uh, in that town for me to, to, jump into and, 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 you know, uh, I guess cook. Um, and I, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, so I think in my early twenties, um, I, I decided, and I don't know what made that happen for me. My mom and dad got divorced and, I, and maybe it was uh, just a push to get out of the small town thing. And so I applied uh, to, to a culinary school. Applied, actually applied to a couple of them. Um, I was accepted to um, one in Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, Culinary Institute. Um, and uh, it was a Le Cordon Bleu. It was a French school. And I drove halfway the, across the country to, and I spent two years uh, in Arizona cooking and um, doing my thing. And, and you know, and, and I think growing up, high school was tough for me. Um, I, I did, you know, several colleges. I just I couldn't do it. And I, when I went to culinary school, it just clicked. And um, I was horrible in math, and um, but culinary math it just made sense to me, and I excelled. Um, and so I spent you know most of my time you know cooking in the southwestern part of the United States, um, and it, and it was uh, you know that flair that spice. Uh, you know, Colorado, New Mexico, I uh, spent time in Mexico, actually in old Mexico, Texas, that I, I feel like that's, that's kind of what, uh, it, what drives me now. Um, and it, and it, it finally, you know, in, in the past people have, uh, have asked me what, what is your, your, you know, your favorite, food to cook and and at the time I I really didn't know um and then moving here and and finally that goal of opening our own place and being able to create and do my own thing it was like now I know what I want to do and it's all that culture and 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 what I was taught in, in those areas that I bring to North Carolina now. Well, you do a, an amazing job bringing all of that culture to North Carolina. I absolutely adore everything that I've tried out of Relish Food Truck's menu uh, variety over the years. And your specials never cease to amaze me. Every single one come that I've been able to try has just been a flavor explosion. And I'm going to get to that part of our conversation because I'm so fascinated around what goes into putting food together for those of us that so enjoy food. But um, before we get to that, 
I want to hear more about the foundational things. So you've cooked and lived in multiple states, but all in the Southwest region. You really feel like that shaped kind of your culture. Um, did you have like an artistic ability when you were a child growing up? And did you have any other creative outlets? Um, I don't... I, I was all over the place. I was into ev anything and everything I could, I, you know, try. Um, and it wasn't something specific. Um, and it's, it, it, my son, Cash, he's, he, I feel like he's somewhat the same way. He tries something and then, you know, then he moves on. So I didn't, like I said, when I was a, like a late bloomer, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, you know, and, and I had a, a normal job. I did, I did all kinds of different things um, before that, you know, that I wanted to do or be in that field of, of, of culinary, being in that, in, in the food industry. Um, and it was, it was, you know, when I went through culinary school, I still didn't know the, the type of cuisine that I wanted to do. Um, so the influences that I had, which, you know, were, were just growing up, especially in Texas, my, my other family was Hispanic and, and they taught me, you know, traditional, you know, food and cuisine in Mexico. Um, and then I, I got a mix of that, I got a mix of Tex-Mex the southwestern part, you know, Arizona, New Mexico. My dad was a huge hunter. Um, you know, game meats. I grew up with that. So it was all like this huge combination of, of all this, this, I don't know what the, the, the word describe it, but it was, it was, not common to your your norm. So, you know, I, I developed all that. And then once we had our own spot, once we had our own business, you know, it took us a few couple of years to like, for me to develop that and for me to venture out and, and like, okay, now we've got a foundation here and people know we've got good food we're doing the right thing, then I can start experimenting a little bit. I can start throwing other things in there and, and all of the things that I've learned from where I've lived, I can start, you know, adding that into the menu. And I think that's just evolved and I think it keeps getting better and better. So do you think you played it safe at first? I did. And now you're really able to come into bringing your cultural background into it. Absolutely. I, um, <clears throat> you know, we... I mean, we still have, you know, your, it's, it's, you know, like the, there's things on there that I, I'm going to be honest with you. I like the BLT sandwich we put on it, like BLT, but for some reason, uh, maybe it's the lemon aioli that we put on it, but if people like rave over it, I mean, it's these like simple sandwiches that we just add that extra touch to that people go crazy over. So I still keep it basic for those who don't want to venture 
or they don't, you know, they want to keep it simple. But then I start adding things on the menu that like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try this. Um, yeah, so. Some of the things that we bonded over were a combination of multiple things. But children, the fact that you and I, that you lived in Colorado and I have an affinity for Colorado. I absolutely love it out there. I also lived in Arizona for a little bit of time. I have zero ties to Texas, but I know we bonded over those two things. And we also, we bonded over tattoos and music. Um, but one thing that has always been really comforting is that you feel like home. And what I um, want to highlight around that is I think that culturally, where you were raised in the communities that you were exposed to are very family-driven and community-oriented. And I feel like that shines through with what you produce, but also who you are. So when we come to Relish Food Truck, we see you behind the behind the glass, back turned, facing the grill, always throwing down the most amazing food. But facing everybody is your partner in crime, who I absolutely adore, your wife, Shore. And she's kind of the face behind the brand. And then, of course, you've got your son, who's like a little buddy for my whole family, and I adore him too. But I also love your family. Everybody who I've met comes to the conversation that we have like I've known you all forever. And I just think that that's such – it shines through in the food that you make. And I just think it's so important to highlight that um, because I think what makes good quality health not only includes good quality food, but it includes – community and family it includes culture it includes you know the whole package um i'd love to bring shore into the conversation she's not here today she prefers to kind of she's the front of the house but she's behind the scenes (laughs) and she's gonna listen to this and laugh but i'd love for for you to just share a little bit about how that partnership's working and kind of talk about your partner your business partner a little bit um when i I came back from uh, Colorado. I went back to Texas, uh, and I was I was cooking. <clears throat> excuse me, I was cooking at the time. Um, and we, I, I came off a, a twelve-hour shift, and I was renting a, a place with a buddy of mine in Fort Worth. And um, as soon as I got home, he's like, "Hey, you ready to cook again?" And I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. And um, so it was a, a friend of ours' birthday. And um, he's like, hey, I, I invited a friend, and, she, and she's bringing a friend. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And, and so I'm in, I'm in the kitchen cooking, and they, they come in, and I see this tall blonde. And, um, you, you know, she starts talking to me, but I, and I'm, I'm cooking, so I'm, I'm, I'm in the zone. So... For those of you out there that I'm not trying to be trying to be rude or anything, but when I've, I'm in the zone cooking, I've got to concentrate. So I'm, you know, it's it's one of those one of those you know those deals. So she was like, "Well, you know, you're just being an asshole," and I'm like, you know, so no, I'm not. I'm just I've got to concentrate. So anyway. It, it goes on later and she tells me and, and now I'm outside cooking on the grill and I'm, I think I was cooking asparagus or something and she was she was telling me you know how to cook asparagus 
and and I was like, all right, whatever. And so it just it was it was uh, love at first sight, and um, and it wasn't you know a couple days later, and and uh, we hooked up, and and um, you know, but the thing about Shore is, um, for for us to to work twelve hour days together in an itty bitty spot you know in this little bitty red trailer and then come home and do what we got to do to be parents and 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 still like each other it's a major accomplishment it's a huge accomplishment <laughs> so uh, we've you know and it's not even even before cash was um was born um we started a uh a company um, called the Dinner Plate in Texas, which was a, a private uh, uh, catering company who worked together then um, and, and small places and people's kitchens and, and, and different things. And we always, uh, we worked we work good together. We just, we bounced off each other and, and ideas and, and, you know, yeah, they're like anybody else. We, we get frustrated, but, you know, we move on. That's just a part of it. But um, our relationship is is a working relationship, a personal relationship is, is fabulous, and I, and, I, and I'm so thankful to have her. Um, people people are always like, well, what what does Shore do? And because <clears throat> she's not, you know, you always see my face. She doesn't want to be on. You know, she doesn't want to be on camera. She doesn't, you know, like, well, I, I'm part of Relish. I'm 50% part of Relish. You know I have a story around this. Really? When I first met you guys, that very first time <laughs> walking the streets of Tryon, North Carolina on Halloween. Okay. I, it might have actually been at one of the school functions. I could be mistaken on that. Either way, um, we knew who each other were. The kids knew each other really well. Everybody was friends with everybody, small town USA. And I had seen you guys, but I thought that Shore was a nurse. And I think I remember you that. You guys yeah. were brand new to town, and I had no idea yeah. who, like what you did for a living. And she looks like a nurse. She does, and she's <laughs> compassionate. Oh, and yeah. she's just she's got an assertiveness about her, yeah. and she's very nurturing. Yes. But she's Absolutely. also very um, outspoken, and you have to be to be a nurse. Yeah. So, anyways. I think the kids who were in kindergarten were trying to explain to me who Cash's parents were and that you were a cook and I don't know what his, what his mom does. And I was like, huh, but they can always pick him up from school. I wonder if she's like a nurse or something. Like <laughs> if he's starting a food truck, how the, you know, she's wonder if she has a full-time day job. Like I just had no clue. So I developed this preconceived notion that she was a nurse and so now that's just our running joke. Anytime we talk about anything, when we talk about doing this recording and she didn't want to necessarily have her voice on recording, it's like, well, that's because you're a nurse. <laughs> and it's so not true because if you walk up to Relish Food Truck, anybody local or anybody ever visiting the Asheville, North Carolina area who comes to this food truck, you see Shore and you feel her energy and she's an amazing woman and she is the customer service extraordinary absolutely 100 percent. she um, books your catering events right so oh yeah, she yeah. handles all oh those no. relationships and uh, you can't not like her uh, yeah i you know i'm tell you a funny story is um i i used to book the catering events and then you know like 
exposed to like weddings and stuff and and I've got a soft heart and 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 I you know I I've gotten women who who like no we can't do that and I'm sorry we, what, what do you mean you can and I I just like I can't I can't do that anymore you know and and so um I said honey you're good you're better with people than I am um you know, you, you take charge of that. So she does, she does a lot of that. I'm, I'm a pushover. I'm like, Oh yeah, we can do that. You know, no problem. And then I go back to shore and she's like, what, what did you, what did you No. So, um, yeah, she, she takes care of all that. She's total, uh, customer service and the energy that she puts out, uh, toward people, um, is, is amazing is amazing and you know um it's it's what you're saying nurturing and 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 you can just feel that that energy from her and and people come up like hey you know and and it's it's something that that's why i'm behind the scenes or i'm in the the back of the house so-called and and she's in the front she has a very very good customer service skills. And, and, um, you know, I think that's what, um, makes relish, um, that anybody and everybody that comes to us, um, feels comfortable. And, and when they don't feel comfortable, sure makes them feel that way. Um, you know, cause we still get, we get a lot of people that are like, ah, it's a food truck, you know, with, you know, and they're, they're kind of standoffish, and she's like, "Hey, come on up, get up here. This is our menus. This is this is what we got going here. You know, try us out. It's it's good. You know, and and she she does that very very well. Yeah, she's really good at it. She's engaging, and that's I think why I brought it up too is because it's a whole package deal. Where it's not just like you're throwing hot dogs out of food truck. You are a chef. You're a well-respected chef. You deliver an amazing product. Well, You've got not that, but I'm, <laughs> I'm working on it. Hopefully, all right. You're a work in progress, <laughs> chef. <laughs> and you've got that community, family energy that's helping to drive it all. And it shows that you have passion and invested interest, and just it speaks volumes. And I'm not saying that just because we know each other personally and we're friends. I I feel it as a customer. And I wouldn't necessarily have you sitting here in my basement if I didn't think that it was a story worth telling. So there's that. Um, I had mentioned a few minutes ago that I wanted to go more into detail around creating delicious food. I'm fascinated by the industry as a whole. And I love that you have a passion for food. And that's where, where you found your niche, where you found your comfort zone. And now you've been able to not work for someone else and follow somebody else's direction. You've been able to take ownership and create your own masterpieces in each dish. And I, and I'm sure like any artist, there's the times where it maybe isn't necessarily your favorite. And then there's times where it's been, you know, your perfect delivery. And because of my love of food. I also am a health coach, so I'm really conscientious of the type of foods that I consume, not just for the health consciousness, but also because I've got dietary restrictions that come into play. 
And any time I know that I can order off of somebody's menu and not get sick, it brings me joy. But also when I know I can order off somebody's menu and know that it's nourishing to my body, it brings me joy. And I know without question that I can come to Relish Food Truck and eat food. I can't say that about a lot of places. Um, so what I would love is if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about what it takes, what kind of the art is behind the, the dish creation. You have featured specials. They're new all the time. You have to build flavor combinations. And like you mentioned with your BLT, it's not a traditional BLT in a sense. You've got your own relish flair to that. So I'm going to give you the floor to kind of just go into what it takes to build a delicious plate of food. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, I, um, it's, 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 it takes a lot. Um, and, and it's taken me a long time. And I feel like that, you know, yeah, working for a lot of different chefs over the years, I've had to, you know, pretty much follow their recipes or follow the restaurant's recipes. And then finally when, you know, we we opened up Relish, the the creativity and, and, and it just went crazy for me. Um I um I, I remember the first uh, one of the one of the first restaurants I cooked at in um, Colorado, I was uh, a, a, what they call a garmage, and um, which is French, uh, and it, it's he takes care of uh, the cold sides of it, so it's salads, um, cold appetizers, appetizers. Um, so every every evening I had to come up with um, what you call uh, um, I'm gonna try to pronounce this right. I'm not French, but amuse bouche. And for us gringos out here, I've always called it amuse bouche. All right. So what that is is a bite size appetizer that like kickstarts the palate tantalizes and, and gets all in there and you kickstart it right before the first course all right and it could be anything from um simple as uh mushroom ravioli with black truffle uh uh, Caparchio, which is which is uh, raw sliced sliced beef or fish, or like a, a, a tuna tartare with I don't know a, like a Meyer lemon vinaigrette on it. But so, so it's it's something to get that palate uh, running before you go through your other courses. And so I was in charge of that, and then I was in charge of what you call intermezzo which is right before dessert. And then what that does is it cleans the palate. And so like examples, um, it could be more or less like a 
acidic, uh, sorbet. Um, you know, we've done uh, black uh, truffles, truffles which are little little chocolate, little wholesome goodness, little balls little that balls. yeah, little chocolate balls um, that got you know different herbs in them like lavender, mm-hmm. you know, or coffee. And so you've got that pungent, that 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 coffee flavor. So it, it cleans that palate. So that's kind of when it started um, with me. But I'm going to tell you, when I was, uh, and I've, I've told this story forever, when I was in my early, early teens, um, I, I, I ate something, went to dinner, ate something very simple. It was a pasta dish. And I don't know, um, you know, you've got, you got four, your sensors in your tongue, you got four tastes and, and it's, um, uh, sweet, sour, uh, salty and bitter. Um, and I don't know if you've ever been, have you ever been drunk on food before? Perhaps. Perhaps. All right, and, and, and all right, so in this instance, you know, I didn't have any, I was, you were a any, teenager. I was a teenager, so I didn't have any wine. I wasn't on anything. Okay, so literally, I don't know, the chemical that was sent off in my brain or whatever was going on, I had, it was a simple pasta dish. I literally got high on food. And it was, it was such a pleasure that, that, that I, I was just, I was overwhelmed. I'm like, man, people are going to listen to this. Like, dude, you're full of shit, Eric. But no, I'm serious. I, I just, I was overwhelmed. And so I, I feel like, I feel like as a, as a cook, as a chef, we strive to to if we can combine all four tastes um and and combine that in a dish that that if you can get to that point um where it's like oh my god then they'll just keep coming back for more and there is a term um for that uh it's called uh umami and that's what they scientifically they came out with uh, is the fifth taste. And umami in Japanese it means uh, delicious savoriness. Um, and if you can reach that that point in your cooking, and and where it just it's pleasurable, it's it's you've got every all the tastes there, you know. Then you then you've accomplished. And that, that, that's, that's the thing about it is, is for me, you know, anybody can, you go to these restaurants and, and yeah, we pre-made food, packaged pre-made food these days, whatever, you can get anything you want, doesn't matter. For us at Relish, we, we do everything fresh. Um, even last week, you know, I was like, I was talking to my, uh, Jerry, and, and he, he helps us out. He's a good friend of ours. Uh, I was like, oh, my God, man. We, we don't have any room for this. I had six 
or no, not six, uh, 12 bottles of different sauces. Mm-hmm. Everyone had a different taste. Like, we don't have any room for this. You know, and it's, and it's, so we, we make everything from scratch. We do everything from scratch. Everything is fresh. And that, that's important to me. That's how I was taught. You know, yeah, I can go out and buy whatever, you know, but it's, that's not what we're about. We, we are, you know, and, and like you said earlier, I am, I'm totally, I have that, that, that thought in my head about health and, and yeah, it took us several years uh, to get to that point where people are like, oh, hell yeah, they got great food um, because we, this is what we do. We're, we're putting out good food. We're not putting out stuff that's, that's packaged. Um, so, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, the, the whole tongue receptors, the whole, you know, for me, it was, it, it takes work. Um, it didn't just come to me and it takes years and years and trying to put things together. And it, and it, you know, there, and I still, there's some days that I still struggle with it where, where, um, you know, I, I remember one time me and Jerry, we, we spent all day at the trailer um, and I, I created a new dish, but it was too bitter. Mm. So what do we have to do to, to change that um, so we don't have to just throw it totally out? Mm-hmm. So you're almost, you know, you're almost like an alchemist in a way. And, and you know, to change that structure, nature, you know, of an ingredient and transform it into something else. Um, and we, we finally figured it out after eight hours of, of constant work and, and like, oh, we just, we put all this money into it. Let's, let's try to figure this out. So you're, you're trying to balance those flavors out. People all the time come to me like, is that sauce hot? And I'm like, well, and then short jumps in and she's like, well, yeah, alone it's hot, but if you add it to this dish, it totally balances out. Right. So I try not to, you know, yeah, I mean, I got killer fire dank salsa. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. Um, but once you add it to something, then it's not anymore. It and just tastes good. It tastes good. Yeah, you might have a little bite to it. Um, so I finally, you know, like I said earlier, what I'm, I'm like totally into now is is that that cuisine, that South American, that Mexico, that Southwestern. So you know, my whole library is is built on on totally around that, and and I'm I'm constantly studying and, and coming up with new ideas, and and you know on on that part of the world. Um, and, and I'm, I'm obsessed with it now. I'm, I'm just, you know, so. Well, thank you for being obsessed because my taste buds are totally happy <laughs> every single time. And I'll always be a guinea pig for new recipes, just so you know. And you know what? I, I love, um, and you were 
the vegetarian. Um, I, I really love coming up with new ideas for the vegetarian. And we always have options, you know, even if, and it, I've always got something on the menu for, for vegetarian, but it, you know, um, just to come up with those, the, the, the collaboration of, of different, different things on, on, on that. And, and, um, yeah, it's, it's like the, the one we have out now, um, the little, little black dress. And, um, so what I do is I, and where that came from, um, you know, I, I love for music. So there's a lot of these names that come from, you know, uh, my favorite Johnny Cash and, and different different genres, different rock bands and stuff like that. And so um, even, the, even the Ring of Fire, I'm going to tell you how I came up with the Ring of Fire was I was in Texas, I was at my dad's house, and, and he had an old CD of Johnny Cash. And I turned it over, and I saw all the songs, and I started writing them down. And um, I saw The Ring of Fire, and I'm like, huh, that wouldn't be a bad name for a taco. And um, so then I, then I, and this is what I do, I, I do research, because I, I, I want it to be authentic. I want it, I want it, to, I want it to mean something. I, it's not just, you know, it, traditional you know, if I if I if I come up with something, yeah, it's 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 traditional, but then I put my own spin on it. So I uh, I looked up. All right, what? Hey Google, what what's Johnny Cash's favorite food? And and she was like, um, he liked spicy chili. So I'm like, huh. So then I'll do a taco. With spicy breakfast chili and a fried egg and killify dank on top of it to give it a little extra snizzly pizzly spice to it. And uh, there it goes. There it went. And, and now it's a hit. I can't take it off. And that's the problem. I take, you know, I just can't take things off. And the menu keeps growing. And I try to keep it, uh, you know, small. Because if I ever, I always said if I open my own place up, it needs to be small, so that's why, you know, these the the lunch menu is always rotating. It's always, you know, I have five six items on there, and I, I you know, I've got to take one off, or I get tired of, of of cooking this. I get bored with it. I got to come up with something new. Um, so, I would imagine that's a thing, like actually getting bored with the things that are on the menu all the time, and you want to create new things. I think that those. That makes total sense for those of us that don't cook and that's not our profession. I could see how that could easily be lost on your consumer who wants to come to a restaurant and get the same thing all the time. But from your perspective, that totally makes sense. So you um, brought up a good point that you like to think about ways to get creative and vegetarian dishes. Is there a particular philosophy that you have around food or eating or what what that shows me is that you're considerate of your customers. You're thinking about other people's needs, but do you have any particular nutritious nutritional backgrounds that go into your menu planning? Um, you know, I've always been, um, you know, early on, I've always, 
always been health wise. I've always worked out, um, eating right. We eat right now, and I, and I love vegetables. And I think that's that's uh, kind of inspires me on these these vegetarian dishes. Is is I love vegetables, any and every kind. I'll, I'll eat all of them. So, um, and I was I. We talked earlier, and I'm, I'm doing an experiment right now, um, and I've, I've decided to cut out all meat, eggs, and cheese. So, um, and it's been going, it's been going good. The, the cheese is the hardest thing, um, but it's been, it's been a week now. I haven't had any meat at all. No, no. Uh, lunch meat, no, nothing like that. You know, I still have to try things. I'm not like a full-on uh, vegetarian or, or vegan. I still have to try things at work and, and whatnot. But um, I am, I'm really uh, focused on that. And I've always been that way, too. I mean, I've always eaten really, really healthy. Uh, so when it, when it comes to... to um, vegetarian specials it's it's like a challenge for me and and and, and coming here um there's a there's there, there's a community of of vegetarians of vegans and, and it's and it's cool it's great and so i always i always um try to come up with something new something trendy something you know i'm always experimenting um, you know, with, with that, that type of food and, and even, even at when I'm working, I, you know, even before I, um, decided to, to stop eating meat, I always ate, you know, veggie tacos or, um, it's just, it, for me, it just, it, it does, it's fulfilling and, and it, it's good. I know I'm eating good. And, I mean, I even cut out eggs. I don't even eat eggs now. So no meat, no eggs, no no cheese. Like I said, cheese has been the hardest thing. Um, Cause God, cheese is. I mean, it makes makes everything everything good. I had a hard time cutting out cheese when I had to cut out dairy. Not gonna lie, it was tough. How's your body responding to that change? Do you notice any differences? Yeah, I feel this emptiness. But <laughs> 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 well, I'm gonna tell you. Uh, yeah, I mean when when I. Um, it's it's like a funny feeling inside, and you know, and it and it and it kind of sucks because, you know, you go to we went to lunch today, and and you know, I'm looking over the menu, and like God, there's nothing here. You can't eat anywhere. I can't. There's nothing in here. <laughs> You're gonna have I, to go to Asheville. And I was like, I'm sitting at the I'm sitting at the bar, and and I said, yeah, I'll take the 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 Caesar salad, no cheese, you know. And, and, and I got a side of uh, blackened salmon. And she's like, huh? No cheese? That's the best thing about it. I'm like, oh, thanks, lady. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's been the hardest, you know, because, you know, even for, you know, like our, our breakfast tacos, not as much as on the lunch tacos, but the breakfast tacos, when you do scrambled eggs and cheese, it just, like, combines it. Jills and it get it, it, it 
it smooths everything out. It's not dry. It makes it moist. And you're not eating like powdered eggs, you know. I mean, it's, it's, it's fabulous that way. And um, so, yeah, it's been it's been really, uh, that, that part's been pretty tough. The meat, nah, not so much. Um, so it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't have any problems with, you know, and, and if somebody sticks a, you know, if I go to, I, I'm not totally going to quit. I love meat, but I think this has kind of been, um, a little eye opener for me. Um, and I've always talked about, I've said this from forever, um, what we consume is, you know, it is a part of what's going on in the world today. And, um, you know, with diabetes and diseases and things like that, and, and we need to be, you know, we need to focus on, on, on healthy eating. Um, you know, uh, I, I've known a lot of full on, uh, vegetarian cooks and we talk about our senses again, um, that are like hardcore and they won't, and they, they develop other senses, your smells, they won't taste it. They smell it. And they're like, hey, taste this. I go, you're good, man. It's got plenty of salt. It's got plenty of this. And they can't do that because that's against their, you know, their religion. I mean, that that's their religion. And and so, you know, I don't think I'll ever get to that point. But um, it, it is very important. Um, and and I've, it, it's always in the back of my mind that, Think about what we eat and look at it. Um, Does your body feel any different? Do you have any clarity, mental clarity? Do you feel any less sluggish? There's some different things that happen when you stop eating animal I'm, I'm, products. So I'm, I'm, I'm more clear. My mind's more clear. I'm on the line because I have a lot to think about. Uh, planning things out. Um multitasking um i can you know i have felt um i was talking to my mom this afternoon um and she's totally gluten-free um they've always been on diets and different things and, and um you know my i don't know if that has and i haven't had a whole lot of bread um, it's mainly just been bowls of freaking vegetables. <laughs> oh my God! Oh. How much do you love vegetables? I love vegetables. I really do. I really do. But like, there's no bread, no cheese, there's no. So I mean, you know, I'm, I'm doing all kinds of stuff, but I haven't really had any bread, and I really had any cheese, and so my joints feel better. Um, I'm saying, you know, to be honest with you, I, I, my mom was like. Your joints are hurting because you're, you know, and I'm like, no, nah, mom, I don't believe in all that shit. So, but yeah, I do, I do now, and um, so I've, I've got, you know, elbows, you know, using my hands all day, um, you know, just it, it's like I, I don't know, just 
whatever it is, joint pain, arthritis, whatever it is. I haven't had any issues with that. Inflammation. Inflammation. Thank you very much. Um, so it, it's definitely it's definitely helped. My mind's more clear. Um, you know, but God bless. I I love I love meat. Um, I, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna like totally quit, but I am. I'm I'm feeling like now if I can get into that habit of of uh doing what i'm doing now and then you know once in a while cheat a little bit yeah um i think i'll be okay sure um so and that that's hard for uh for somebody who's in my industry um you know not to give up that that what you that's what you do for a living you cook you cook meat you cook you know, so, but that's, that's kind of the goal. I'm, it's just a little experiment. I'm going to try it for a month and, and, and then see how it goes. And, and maybe, um, you know, if, if I can keep it up and going and, and, you know, the times I, I do go out, I just have a salad and, and I gorge on, you know, nasty fried crap and, and, and uh, you know, so. I think I need to point out the elephants running upstairs yeah, right now yeah. because it's. You see, if it's you hear weird. any background, that's the little the little people up there running around and. and the ceiling is not caving in. I yeah. promise. <laughs> we just have a house of elephants. <laughs> so there's um so much more that I could talk about with you. I could talk to you for hours. One, another way that I feel like we connected is that we do have more depth in our thinking patterns. You and I both kind of go deep in our conversations right away. And that's something that I value. Uh, I I don't mind surface talk, but generally I'm diving deep right away. And there's a, there's philosophy that goes into food and it's an art and there's so much to it. It's not just, Hey Eric, make me a taco. Like there's actual like passion that goes into it. And I know that about you. So that's um, part of why I think I enjoy this conversation so much. Um, Okay, I'm gonna shift gears, and I have a, I have two more questions oh, yeah. that may or may not continue the conversation for a while. They could be easy <laughs> answers. I'm not sure. Um, but if you could say that in the last year, considering the last year of your life, you developed a particular superpower, what might you be able to identify that as being? Um, superpower. I'm stronger and, and I overcome even when when the lows get low I I still um, I'm still on top and and um, I don't know superpower Superman um, the first couple years of, of relish was very very tough it was very low, 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 um, and we struggled, um, you know, it wasn't, wasn't all just food and fun, it was, it was, uh, you know, I had to take on other jobs to pay bills and doing things I didn't want to do, and, um, and we overcome that as, uh, as a family, 
kept on having that that other goal that relish inside like it's gonna get better it's gonna get better and it, you know having your own business is not the easiest thing you know if it was then everybody would be doing it um, so I, I guess going into it I knew it was gonna be tough but I didn't I didn't realize how tough it was gonna be and we've overcome that um, and we're not we're not completely there yet but it's gotten better and it's and it's we've 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 built that brand and we've worked so hard and we've put that much love and that much passion into what we do and and it's starting to show now you know we got people coming from all over to come see us i mean they drive an hour to come to come eat at relish um and we've we've we're so thankful to be in that that spot now um even even with everything going on right now we were we were uh blessed to have that that business where we're open um it's outside and and so we we've done we've done very well and and you know and it shows i mean just love the passion the customer service the food you know um so yeah i i feel like that um i'm 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 stronger than than i was and, and i know that that whatever gets thrown our way, that, that, that I can overcome it and I can move on. You've overcome every challenge you've been faced with. Yes. Up till today. Yeah. And you do it well. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's talk expansion. So what's next for the future of Relish Food Truck? Well, um, we have uh, decided to to move. We've uh, expanded... Uh, you know, over the past couple of years, um, it's just our little little trailer has uh, have, uh, there's just not enough room where we're at across from the uh, zip line. So we have uh, leased a uh, spot right around the corner at Island Creek Road and 6474. We are um, uh, building a bigger trailer with a bathroom and installing utilities. And um, we're gonna make it our own little spot and um, do some landscaping and, and make it groovy and, and uh, have, have lots of lots of space to grow even more. So we're, we're super excited. Uh, unfortunately, it probably won't be ready till um, summer. Um, so we're, we're still in trial, we're still kicking it. And, uh, um, but, uh, there's, there's bigger and better things for, it's coming up for, uh, relish. It's pretty amazing that after a year of a pandemic, you're able to say that you've gotten to a point where you can grow and expand out of the original, the OG red trailer and grow into your own space. That says a lot for your, your brand, it says a lot for your service, and it says a lot for the integrity of your business to be able to make it through such a year that we've had. Yeah, we were, uh, you know, we missed probably three months of our season 
um, and and didn't open up until I want to say May, um, and we were very scared. Uh, didn't know what was going to happen, um, and you know we had a, a very successful year, um, and, I, and I think just because you know it was open, it was it was outside. Um, so blessed, so lucky to, to have what we had and not a brick and mortar, um, which, you know, people ask us, why don't, you know, why don't you, why don't you open a brick and mortar? Um, and we, we just like the charm of, of, of the food truck, you know, it's, it's different, it's unique. Um, you know, why do we need a brick and mortar when we have our own little kitchen on wheels? So there it is. I love that. I remember when I was kind of pushing for you to do a brick and mortar in downtown Tryon. And I'm a big proponent of synchronicity and things happening on purpose in the time that they happen. And there's reasons for everything. And you never really know what they are until hindsight, of course. And hindsight shows me all of the reasons why that wouldn't have been aligned with your vision. And this is just another example is you've been able to succeed and, and come through such a tumultuous year with growth. And if you were in a brick and mortar, that might not have been possible. So Absolutely. we have no idea in the present what the future holds, but we can trust if we're following our passion and our vision for the future, right? That's right. We're just going to keep pushing and, and overcome all those obstacles and um, keep doing what we love to do and, and, and bring in and quality and good food to the good folks of, North Kakalaki. <laughs> Bringing the Texas to North Kakalaki. That's right. That was Texas flair, baby. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I love it. Okay, next. What is it about, you can combine it to be relish, but what is it about Eric Taylor that is uncommon? Oh, you're going to have to break that down for me. What do you mean, Eric Taylor is not uncommon? Everything about you is uncommon. Everything is not uncommon. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the Uncommonly Made Podcast. (laughs) And on the Uncommonly Made Podcast, I like to showcase the fact that we're all unique. And there is something that makes you you and that makes you stand out. And if you want that to be the relish brand that you're identifying something or if you personally how that speaks to you I think I've I've uh, um, I've been viewed in the past and like with this guy with all these tattoos he's you know he's he's bad he's you know he's, he's been you know and then and then when you get me in my zone and I'm not you know I'm not um, personable I'm not talking, I'm not, you know, I, I'm a nice guy, I'm, I'm, I'm easy to hang out with, I can talk to anybody, I'm totally laid back, um, and, 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 and this is good, this, you know, even what you said earlier, you, you know me, um, I'm not, I'm not this big bad guy that's been in prison because I've got tattoos or something, you know, but I, I, 
you know, I get that a lot. I get, you know, if um, I'm, I'm, I'm an ass or, or, but you catch me in the wrong time. I'm not, I'm not trying to be that way. I'm just, I'm in my zone. I'm in my element. And um, I have to, I have to be that way in order to, to, to make all that happen. And, and um, so, you know, I'm, I'm crazy and I'm goofy and, and, you know, all of it. And so, you know, that's, that's me. So what makes you uncommon is that you're not a dick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, which, you know, most, um, I, I, uh, a lot of the chefs that I work for, yeah, and, 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 and it, being in the food industry is rough. It's it's rough. It's a rough job. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of anger, a lot of uh, a lot of chefs that you know were just. It, it was tough. Um, you know, long hours and and you know under the heat and, and you know and and I tried. Um, even now, I try not to to be that way. Yeah, I throw a little temper tantrums once in a while. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I don't want to be that way. And that's how I was taught. Um, under the, 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 the rule of the knife. And uh, um, I, I don't, I don't want to be that way. And, and um, you know, we, we took on another, uh, a, another employee that, this year, uh, Jerry, and he's a super, super great cook. He's he's brought a lot to to uh, relish, and and uh, I try not to. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to be that angry, big-headed chef that thinks his shit done stinks. You know, I mean, I want to. I want to hear your ideas. I want to. You know, I want to. I want you involved, and and so I'm kind of changing that. You know, what what I was taught. I mean, I've had knives and pots and pans and and shit thrown at me and and yelled and screamed at, and I've seen a lot of bad stuff behind the scenes and and um, it's a t- it's a tough business and, and it, it's not it's not an environment for anybody to to learn um, and to grow. If if you're a dog like that, twenty four seven. Yeah, it's hard um, to endure. Yeah, and that's how you know. No, not at all. Yes, chef. Yeah, as long as, as well, long as, as, long as you say yes, chef, and no, chef, and that's all I want to hear out of you today. We're good. <laughs> well, on that note, is it time to wrap? Yeah, it's uh, let's uh, you know, this is uh, relish food truck. <laughs> Boop.